Hi, I'm Cassidy McMacken. And I'm Julia Harmsworth. We are two of the journal's assistant news editors. Welcome to The Scramble, a podcast where we debrief on current events happening on campus. In today's episode, we'll be talking about student government elections. We'll be updating you on who's running, what they're all about, and what are some key issues voters are keeping in mind when making their decision. For the first time in four years, the AMS executive election is contested. Two teams are running. Both have secured the number of signatures required to enter the race and are set to be ratified at AMS Assembly on January 29th. First to enter the race was Team RTZ. Presidential candidate Zaid Kasim, Vice Presidential Operations candidate Tiana Wong, and Vice Presidential University Affairs candidate Ryan Sieg. Cassie and I had the chance to speak to Team RTC about their leadership, why they're running, and their main priorities should they be elected. In our initial interview with the team, we got to know the motivations for running in the AMS and learned about the candidates' previous involvement on campus. Each member of RTZ entered the race for AMS executive and is coming into the race from an external perspective to the AMS. While each candidate has held leader positions in their respective academic societies, they are ent- entering the AMS with a fresh perspective. The team also hinted at some of their platform pillars. Kasim told us that Team RTZ would be running on the pillars of wellness, advocacy and action, accountability, COVID-19, culture, and sustainability. He also noted that the team hopes to make the AMS's operations more transparent to students so that they actually know how the AMS works. Just ahead of the January 25th nomination deadline, a second team entered the race. Presidential candidate Isaac Sahota, Vice Presidential University Affairs candidate Amelia Cockrum, and Vice Presidential Operations candidate Tabassum Pasha. At the time of this recording, we haven't had the chance to chat with them, but we will keep you updated. Next week is campaign week. Both teams will have the opportunity to get their voices and their platforms out to the student population. They'll debate on February 3rd before students cast their votes on February 9th and 10th. We'll be reporting on the results the night of February 10th. Now let's chat about which issues students are considering when casting their votes. Julia, what are you looking for in an AMS executive team? Mostly, I'm looking for an AMS team that's done their research. I'm looking for a team that's consulted the student body to learn what it is that they want instead of simply assuming what they want. I think the new AMS exec needs to have an intentional, well-thought-out platform. And not only that, but it needs to be actionable. They need to have an actual plan to accomplish whatever it is they hope to get done. Vague platforms are a big red flag for me. Cassidy, what about you? What are you looking for? Something that's really important for me is to ensure that students feel comfortable and heard in accessing various AMS services. Also, as a student that's graduating this year, I'm hoping to see an AMS executive that's able to increase student engagement once more. In my five years at Queen's, I've noticed a significant downward trend in students being engaged both in their student government and with campus overall, and I would love to see this become restored to what it was when I started at Queen's in 2016. Student engagement has been a major issue this year, especially because of COVID. Before Sahota, Cockrum, and Pasha came out of the woodwork, we thought this election was going to be uncontested, which would make it the fourth year in a row that there was only one team running for AMS exec. The journal ran an editorial on this issue called Uncontested Elections and Student Engagement Go Hand in Hand. The AMS was so concerned about this issue that they actually lowered the number of signatures candidates need in order to obtain a nomination, and they extended the nomination deadline. Of course, with COVID-19, student engagement is at an all-time low. 
This year, the campaign week is taking place completely online, and various stakeholders expect this to create an additional barrier to students, informing students on who to vote for and even voting at all. When we spoke to them, Team RTZ spoke on the issue of student engagement. They see a pattern of uncontested elections as a failure of the AMS and recognize the need for contested elections. Because I think a lot of the time, people don't know what these positions are. These positions are not advertised well at all. The only reason I know about this position is because I've been involved with high student government before. But if I was your everyday student, I don't know what the president does. I don't know what the VP office does. I don't know what the VPUA does, which is fair. I don't blame students because the AMS, that's their job. It's their job to make sure students know what's happening. Um, these positions are incredibly valuable, incredibly important. Uh, and, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of room for change. Uh, and a lot of room for growth within the university itself. COVID-19 and remote learning are definitely on students' minds right now. Last week, we ran a story called Petition Calls for Further Academic Accommodations in Response to COVID-19. As we were recording this, just under 800 students have signed a petition calling for the university to implement the pass-fail grading option again for the 2020-2021 academic year, like they did in the 2020 winter and spring semesters. Students are also looking for ancillary fee reductions that reflect service operations during the pandemic. The current AMS team lowered some of these fees, as you can read in our story, News in Brief, student fee reimbursements after adjustments made. Overall, I think students want an AMS team who understand the unprecedented struggles they're facing right now and have a plan to make this load a little bit lighter. Whatever issue is on your mind right now, take it to the referendum. Don't forget to vote for AMS Exec on February 9th and February 10th. And that's it for today's episode. We'll be following election season until results night, so follow along with us to stay informed. I'd recommend heading over to our social media platforms. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even a TikTok, all by the names of the Queen's Journal. Last week, Student Wellness Services began offering voluntary asymptomatic COVID-19 testing to students at the testing center on campus. The provincial government is proposing changes to sexual violence policies at post-secondary schools, which the AMS Vice President of Student Affairs says would make the policy more survivor-centric. And the City of Kingston has opened some outdoor ice rinks to the public with new COVID-19 protocols in place. For features, Carolyn Svonkin and Sasha Cohen spoke to Jewish students about facing anti-Semitism at Queen's. This week's podcast was produced by Lauren Thomas, edited by Francesca Lim, and executive produced by Matt Skase and Rachel Heisinga.